Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Young Life Music Review Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Thompson. Today we're going to be talking episode one. Thank you very much. Uh, this is a brand new podcast right here coming at you. We are going to be talking a lot about New Music Friday uh, on August 23rd this week. Today is Saturday, August 24th. I'm going to get to all that for you. First, we're going to be talking a little bit about what this podcast is all about and what we're going to be doing here with it. So I am Jackson uh, Lewis Thompson. I'm aged 17. I live in Wisconsin. Uh, and for the last couple of years here, I've been very plugged into the music industry. Um, I love music a lot. Everything from indie, pop, rock, rap, trap, uh, you name it. We, we got some of it around here, some of the oldies. A little bit of country, a little bit of classical. We're not going to be talking a whole lot about either of those genres just because they're not my favorites, along with uh, some of the very hardcore trap. Just, I'd love to get into it, guys, but it's not just not my thing. I'm sorry. Um, EDM, uh, lots of different genres around here. So I've found that a lot of what I like to talk about is a lot of what very few select people like to talk about. So I would like to share some of that with you guys, share uh, a lot of what's up and coming in the music industry at the moment, and uh, yeah, just talk some of that stuff with you. So anyway, Young Life Music Review is a podcast dedicated uh, to you young folk out there. I mean, if you're an older person listening, I have no shame here, man. I mean, you just have good taste, I guess. So that's awesome. Come on over here with your good taste. Uh, this is primarily a podcast for younger people, so I will be uh, investigating, especially trying to find younger artists in uh, the music industry. People it doesn't necessarily have to be younger, but more underground. Try to get some uh, some very rare, uh, unusual stuff in here once in a while, but preferably younger people in there as well. So we're going to be starting off today with her her majesty herself taylor swift is back with lover august 23rd one of the most highly anticipated albums of her career as we say every time she releases a new album and it's already it's already breaking records it's gonna be her biggest album as every album is and the next album is gonna be even bigger than lover was and 2025, I can only assume she'll have sold 7 billion copies for her newest album when humanity is on the brink of extinction with global warming and whatnot. She'll be writing an album about how her boyfriend dumped her again or something. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, anyway, Lover is here, uh, preceded by four singles. It came uh, Me, her feature with Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco, obviously, was the first single. Didn't perform... Like a Taylor Swift single, it performed much like uh, the last Reputations singles, coming in strong and then fading off fairly quickly. I suppose Delicate on that album was rather uh, long-lasting, but that was an exception, not the rule, I would say. Uh, followed by You Need to Calm Down, the gay anthem <laughs> that uh, if any of you out there watch Spectrum Pulse, he, uh, Spectrum Pulse and Todd in the Shadows dismantled that one quite well as... It's me all over again, but me with Taylor Swift added into the middle. And also gay rights. So, yeah. she's She, she loves herself and gay rights, but mostly herself. So, it, it was amusing. And also, uh, Lover was the third single on that album. And I do not believe there have been any more at this time. She'll probably come up with a bunch of late album singles that we'll have to listen to for months on end. And it'll be really annoying. But for the moment, at least, 
it's not a problem. I mean, a lover, lover is essentially Taylor Swift's real comeback album. A reputation was an attempt to get after the whole, after all of the drama she's faced after the two years and the whole snake thing is finally over. And this feels like her final kind of put down on it. Last, last time she tried to do the punch. She tried to fight against it. This time is what she should have done instead of reputation. I like some songs on reputation. It's not that much of a problem for me. The, uh, look what you made me do ready for it there are some very bad songs on that there are some very bad songs on lover uh we'll get to that later but anyway uh it's yeah it's not a not a, this is the album that was meant to be released instead of reputation in my opinion starting with the lead track i forgot that you existed pretty obvious right here it's 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 the best way to to break up with someone is to forget that they exist to not have to go through all the heartbreak and all the pain and all all the problems that come with breaking up with someone um it is the first track to have uh lewis bell on there he's on there a couple times on this album i believe i really like what he did here um i forgot that you existed really feels like the best way to punch at someone who wants you to remember them forever. If you're somebody's arch nemesis, you want that to be all. You want that to consume the person for the rest of their lives. But I think she does a really good job there, kind of coming in with a higher ground, the higher ground of forgetting, which is not often a higher ground, but it works here. Um, followed by Cruel Summer here, kind of getting into more typical Taylor Swift territory. It's a decent song. I forgot that you existed. It's a lot better. It just does more to advance the storyline, in my opinion. Then we get to Lover, which is Taylor Swift's uh, wedding ballad without a wedding. So that's that's kind of nice. I like the older aesthetic to it. I wasn't really a Taylor fan back in the day, so that's not really a big thing for me. But it works. It's not that bad. The Archer, however, is where... Hold up. Excuse me. Um, we just skipped uh, one of the better songs in the album. So we're going to go back. Backtrack here, everybody. Right back to the man. Forget that happened. Uh, produced by Joel Little, another really big guy on this album. Uh, the man is really solid. I enjoy the themes. It's uh, talking about how if she was a man, would she be in a better place in her career than she is right now? I can emphatically say no to that. Taylor Swift may be the biggest pop venom of our generation, uh, both the millennial generation and the Gen Z generation that I belong to, but... Yeah, no, Taylor. I'm sorry, Taylor. You just, just honestly, stop playing the underdog. The song works really well, and I understand it from any other artist in the world except for Taylor Swift. Sorry, you're just the biggest thing. You can't, you can't deny it. She's, she's already not deny. Reputation was her accepting that she was the biggest thing ever, and now the man. I don't know. It, it would be good on 1989. We'll just say that. Uh, the Archer is another very solid track. This one uh, with the song credit here, written by Jack Antonoff and produced with Jan Jack Antonoff. And he is uh, previously of Fun, previously of Bleachers. He just came out with a new album actually last week, Red Hearse, with the band Red Hearse. That is very solid. Go out and check that out. That's another new artist. Um, started before I started the podcast. Sorry, I should get there. Didn't. Maybe someday. We shall see. If they produce another album, that would be amazing. But Jack Antonoff is blows your mind, honestly. His 80s style is so good, and The Archer is really, really solid and bombast. 
in a slow growth way. It's a really good song. It's probably the best Taylor Swan. It was the third single, and it saved what I was thinking of is the album, I suppose. So, You Need to Calm Down and Me were the first two singles. The Archer came out and changed my expectations, with which I thank Jack Antonoff for, because that was going to be a problem. Um, I think he knows Miss America and the Heartbreak Prince. They're both kind of forgettable, honestly. It's an 18-song album. It's l- it's not long. It's a little bulky at best, I would say. Um, yeah, they're just kind of not, not non-existent for me at this point. It's only been a day. Maybe they'll catch on to me later, but I've listened through the album three times now. It shouldn't. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Paper Rings is really enjoyable, in my opinion. Um, talking about what she likes, what she wants, all these different things. Coming in with a real, real energy to it, which we haven't really felt in a Taylor Swift song. The way it pulls out, a lot more Jack Antonoff again. Just Jack Antonoff-y. A uh, little, little guitar in there, which is really nice. Um, Cornelia Street coming after, pa- after Paper Rings is a little bit odd to me. I don't really like that transition just doesn't really work going from uh, Paper Rings, which is a very energetic, very upbeat, very uh, kind of swaggery song, to Cornelia Street, which is a very sad, heartbreaky. Oh, if you break up with me, I'll never walk on Cornelia Street again. It's so sad. Just doesn't do it for me that much. Death by a Thousand Cuts. I really like the instrumentation. I kind of don't care about the rest of the song so much. I mean, it's Jack Antonoff again, so instrumentation is all his thing there. Um, really enjoy that one. Anyway, uh, London Boy is fairly interesting. Uh, written by Cautious Clay, Jack Antonoff, Mark Anthony Spears, and Taylor Swift is really enjoyable, I would say. I can't help but think of how much of uh, Ed Sheeran would go into this track given her uh, given her past features with them. And uh, why isn't he on the track? I mean, it's called London Boy. Like, she's done it. She's done it with him before. Why not do it this time? Uh, it was just kind of interesting that she chose not to have the London Boy on the song "London Boy" when she's had him on Endgame and he's had her on other tracks. And uh, it was just kind of an interesting choice, I thought. Uh, followed that by uh, "Soon You'll Get Better" featuring the Dixie Chicks. Haven't really been a huge fan of the Dixie Chicks in the past. They're not bad. They're not great. Soon you'll get better. Not bad, not great. Uh, False God is really enjoyable. Um, I felt it was a little bit like it reminded me a little bit of Dress from the last album. Is It was a little little, uh, little fritzy, a little on the edge there, a little um, sexy almost, but I don't know. It wasn't, wasn't bad. We'll see what happens. It might grow on me. That's probably False God is probably the one I, I expect most to grow on me in the future, so we'll see. Um... You need to calm down. Express some of my problems there. Uh, it does sound like Paper Planes by MIA, so that's that's a definite problem. Um, I can't get that out of my head once uh, uh, I heard it. Where did I hear it? Um, yeah, I heard it on YouTube, and now it's a problem. It just doesn't sound the same anywhere. After Girl, forget about it. Me is the great single about nothing except herself and it has Brendan Urie on it, so it's not really about herself, and it's kind of confusing. I don't really get that. Why write a song about me if you're not just including yourself? Does that make sense? I don't know. Anyway, just a minor problem. Uh, it's nice to have a friend, another good track, good uh, instrumentation, 
This one was not with Jack Antonoff. This one was, again, with Louis Bell, along with uh, Adam King Feeney and Frank Dukes, it looks like. So, I don't know, not a bad song. And then we get to Daylight, which is another <sighs> typical Taylor Swift ending song. I enjoyed New Year's Day from Reputation, fine. It was a good song. Daylight feels a little bit more average. I don't know, it's kind of a Taylor Swift thing, I think, to have a typical daylight or what happens next sort of in the future vibe to her last song on her album. So anyway, now that we're through that behemoth of an album, get to the rest of the releases. Uh, Andy Minio, my boy, uh, just released a new album, Work in Progress, uh, featuring podcast clips and uh, rough uh, cuts of songs that he's been working on for a long time. Really interesting. I loved... I loved all the the promotion coming up to this thing, and uh, I really it's it's a good it's a good album, man. Uh, starting off with podcasts, kind of randomly interspersed. Uh, Reflections is a good enough song, keeping it moving. I have problems with Governor B, but just just his voice annoys me. I don't know why on rap English, that English rap somehow does not fit hit me. Uh, I don't need you. Another song on there, uh, very good. Um, I really like that. I don't need you no bring a bring a bring a body. I don't. Know. It's just it's very swaggery in in its I don't need you ness. Followed by 1988, which feels a little bit in the same vein of music, but a lot more about time and uh, how it's going on without him. Man, time just keeps slipping, 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 and he can't do nothing about it. So he's got problems. But it's a very interesting song as well. Anything But Country, I really enjoyed it first as I sympathized with it. Um, it's a song about listening to Anything But Country and then growing to like country as you grow older. So I found that really interesting. Uh, not, hopefully not a premonition. Uh, maybe if I like country, that would be a good thing, but who knows. Another Me about uh, The World Could Have Anyone of Andy Minio, but he wants his wife uh, to be the same. Um it's a sweet song. I'll give it that. Till Death, however, also about his wife and his marriage, is very fun, very uh, kind of bouncy. It's got a nice, nice real, uh, not synth wave, but nice groove going on there, like almost a piano lounge kind of sort of groove. Um, so Gone, Easy Dave, kind of forgettable. Honest to God is honest to God and honest song. I don't know. What more can you say about that one? I Ain't Done, Beam Version, and Family Photo, Second Half Idea. Uh, they're both songs that came off of his EP, The Arrow, which I really enjoyed. I've enjoyed a lot more Andy Minio music in the, in the last two years than I have over the last ten years combined. Um, I really loved the, the Arrow and the Sword and cannot wait for that next EP to drop when they, they all come together. So that's going to be awesome. To be honest, I was a little disappointed that Work in Progress came out first, but you know, it's not it's not bad. It's an easy like six out of ten, I give it. Like it'll probably grow on me more, so I wouldn't be surprised if that upgrades pretty soon. We'll see what happens. Uh Fragile or Fragile by No Big Deal, uh featuring It's Tailor Made. Uh, solid I wasn't really sure to make of it. I don't, I don't know where No Big Deal is going anymore. I really think he's lost a lot of his original kind of Fierceness, it's been it's been traded out for some other interesting stuff. I don't, wouldn't say that I hate it, but I don't know. Just give me a reason to care about you. Fragile is, fragile is fine. It's a slow song. I just don't think it's a single. Um, 
Lose You Again, Walk the Moon, featuring Braves. I'm pretty sure that's how pronounced. It's got a weird thing over the A. Never heard of him. We'll see. I don't, I don't want to lose Walk the Moon again. If we lost Walk the Moon again, which I think is happening. Honestly, Walk the Moon is having problems right now, I'd say, producing good music. I have not... Yeah, there hasn't been a whole lot to eat your heart out, and there's another single recently that were not not there for me. Um, <laughs> Walk the Moon is walking off to the moon, if you know what I mean. Bravely, but, you know, Braves will bring him there. Anyway, People, the 1975... Um, Okay, the 1975 is also, not confusing me, but provoking interesting thoughts here. They're going a real, it looks like a no, it's on a conditional form, is really going to be a lot about environmental change, a lot about very progressive topics here, and people is talking about how we have a thousand Mondays left to live. What are you going to do with them? And uh, it's also talking a little bit about, I think, um, the abortion movement, um, the, the women's choice, I suppose you can also say if you'd rather, um, it's a really hard hitting song. It's not, not the 1975's best. It's not very tight or focused or I think it could say what it wants to say in a better way, but you know, it works. It works as a very hard hitting, almost like punk rockish sound. Charlie Puth, however, man, is going places I never expected after that first album. See You Again and all those other junky songs from the first album that are garbage and I hate so much and wish to forget are gone now, officially. Charlie Puth has exercised those demons, and he warned himself, man. He's he's going all out here. I warned myself. Very solid song. Um... It's got that bass groove a little bit that's that's characteristic of some of the newer Charlie Puth stuff. Um, I don't know. It's very, very quiet and calm, which I don't think is going to be what we're going to get from the rest of... I presume this is an album single. I haven't really looked into it that much. We shall see, but, you know, it. it's not... It's kind of doing it for me here. Uh, X-Ambassadors, optimistic. X-Ambassadors officially needs to stop making music. You're... My goodness, they they can't focus for long enough to choose a topic and then write a song about optimism where uh, his wife or girlfriend or whatever it is, I don't care, seems to, doesn't want to bring a child into the world. How is that? I don't know. Optim, just a misnomer there. I was expecting better things out of you, X-Ambassadors. You had good first album. Uh, five Seconds of Summer Teeth. I really want them to be good again, but it's just a yet less in, interesting version of Youngblood that tries to take it in different ways, and I don't know. I just don't love the ways they're going right now. We'll see. Whatever happens, happens. I think we got enough good songs out of them at this point <laughs> to justify their existence. Girls Talk Boys from the Ghostbusters soundtrack, Youngblood, um, a couple other ones on that last album, Youngblood, uh, were fairly, fairly solid. Uh, just like you, Emotional Oranges. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out Emotional Oranges before, very solid uh, hip-hop and a little bit of rap, a little bit, almost some jazzy feels in there. Very interesting band. I haven't loved all their stuff, but what I have loved has been really interesting. They've, they're they going different ways with the band. We'll, we'll see what happens here. Anyway, that is Just Like You by Emotional Oranges. Uh, let's see here. What else is new? Have we been able to find anything? I don't believe so. Double checking here. I warned myself. Teeth. People. 
Uh, quick note on Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift. She should have been released earlier in the summer. I'm telling you, it would have been so much better. Torn, Ava Max, Don't Care. Um, Lana Del Rey, The Greatest. I'll probably check it out later. I really haven't generated any time to care that much about it. So I feel like if I'm going to listen through a Lana Del Rey song or even a new album if she's coming out with one, which I think she is, um, should probably look at that one that's coming. Um, I'll have to do that. Charlie XCX, Miss You, was decent. It's not the greatest Charlie song ever. I'll see what happens. You never know. They could. She could end up with better stuff. She could end up with worse stuff. It could go either way. Um, other than that, doesn't look like anything else in the new stuff here today, folks. Uh, Lost King song uh, with Safe uh, Try. Yeah, it, it tried. I don't know. I, don't, I, I haven't been a huge Lost Kings fan in the past. There's been a couple, but nothing super interesting. Anyway, that is new music uh, coming into the growers here. Any song that's been growing on me in the last week, there have been a lot. A lot of the ones that, you ju- that I've just mentioned here. Um, we will add to that number. Uh, Born to Bleed by Red Hearse. Really solid Jack Antonoff song with that. Born to Bleed. Uh, it's, just, it's got the twang that Red Hearse was kind of missing before. It's almost, it's got a little bit of a country kind of vocal to it, which I feel weird saying, but it, it works. It works for me, okay? Uh, you Get What You Give by The New Radicals, 1999 song. Uh, recently brought to my attention by uh, music reviewer Todd in the Shadows in his uh, YouTube videos um, called One Hit Wonderland. He's been doing a lot of those. I watch them. They're interesting. I haven't seen a whole lot of old music, so it helps me learn about what went on in the past. And that was You Get What You Give by the New Radicals is a good one. I don't know. Check it out. Worth looking at. Uh, a couple others from last week, Still Feel and Creature by Half Alive are both growing on me, both very solid tracks. Um, it reminds me a lot of music you'd hear in a Coles. Just, just saying. Um, don't ask me what that means. Still Feel and Creature, light indie rock, alt rock sort of vibe with trumpets in the back. I don't know, whatever. It works. Um... Peabod, also another big one growing on me here. Uh, Shoot from the hip, okay, steady, summertime, dreaming, hoodie, any of those, go check him out. He's happy trap, self-proclaimed happy trap, and it's very, very good. I I enjoy it. It's the trap that I would rather hear instead of depressing, sad. I don't know. I'm not that sad of a person personally. I know that's not a very millennial thing to be, but... Or even Gen Z. I don't know. We're all sad. The 13 Reasons Why soundtrack just came out this week. And dang. Why is it so good? It shouldn't be this good. I shouldn't like Love and Anne-Marie that much. But fuck, I'm lonely. It's it's good. I, it's a grower. I don't know why. It's, it's confusing. Whatever. It's, yeah. Uh, don't have a whole lot of words about that one to say, but just that ah, da 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 da. Oh, it just it just works, man. Some reason, don't ask me. Uh, don't at me. <laughs> uh, let's go on the run. Chance the rapper featuring Knox Fortune. It wasn't that bad. I'm sorry, but that ch- that new Chance album, it didn't suck. Why? Why? It did. Who? The needle drop, I sometimes have problems with just because he got rid of that album. 
And it's, oh, it's not that bad, okay? It's not a zero out of ten. It's got good parts to it. Never been in love. Um, what's the other one? Uh, why am I blanking at this exact moment? Typical Jackson. Uh, do you remember? That's why. With Death Cab for Cutie, not a problem. Hot Shower, not great, okay? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not a great one. But The Big Day, uh, along with Five Year Plan, Slide It Around, um, Town on the Hill even a little bit. Some come down to a bigger extent. It's not It's not that bad, okay? It's not bad. Uh, boyfriend with Social House is still... Still rocking it, man. Ariana Grande needed Social House. And even though it's literally just a copy of Thank You Next, it's still good, okay? Fight me. <laughs> Black Bull by Foles also catching up on there. It's getting better. Uh, in the older section, uh, Sports by Beach Bunny is good. Orchestration by Cape Weather. If you like uh, both of those songs, a little more indie rock, a little more surf rock sort of vibes. Um, Clyro's album from last week is gaining on me a little bit more, too. Uh, if you haven't heard Sophia yet, that's another one of those indie rock, a little bit, a little bit of very metallic surf rock. Uh, that doesn't make sense, but it kind of does when you listen to this song. Um, other than that, K. Flay had an album that came out a couple weeks ago. Now it's still good. Best deal had an album that came out a couple weeks ago. Its singles are still good. Yeah. Um, song of the week. New song of the week. We must choose a winner, shan't we? Um, for best song of the week. Best new song of the week. Man, I really want to give it to Fuck I'm Lonely, but... I think that it's going to go this week to Annie Mayo's Till Death. No guitars, bounce, dot mp3. Because it's, it's a work in progress, man. It's a work in progress, but the progression is farther than the work, if you know what I mean. So it's like, it's come a while, and it's gotten there. And if it, it's right there, man, on the side of perfection. We'll give it that, on the side of perfection. Anyway, this is Jackson Thompson from Young Life Music Review. If you like this uh, podcast, keep on coming back. We'll be hitting you up with stuff, hopefully every Sunday. Um, yeah, we'll see you, see you next time on the Young Life Music Review podcast.